a tiny dragon. Everything is fine. That's as crazy as I get, guys. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Reading Queen's podcast. We are here to talk about books and sequels. Um, yeah, just diving right in, apparently, <laughs> with, <laughs> with the introduction. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. Obviously, books. I'm excited to talk about books all the time. But I'm here. I'm Valia. Hello. And I have two ladies joining us. So please say hi. I'm Hannah. Hi. Hello, I'm Kay. Yes, And we're gonna have a blast. Are you guys ready for all the fun discussion and life updates? I am. I am also very tired and in a very weird mood, if you couldn't tell. So it's going to be great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be lovely. <laughs> lovely. Um, so yeah, Hannah, how is life? Hello. <laughs> life is pretty good. It's uh, like winter. It's just like kind of dragging on here, as I believe it is in a lot of North America, where usually it's spring by now, but instead it's like slush and mud. Mm-hmm. So my kids are home for spring break, but they don't want to go outside because is literally pouring rain on top of snow right now so but we got a new stove this morning which was like all I did all morning right because you pull a stove out and like it's (laughs) terrible right it wasn't actually as bad as I thought but it was awful so I like clean that out and put it in but it means we have a giant box and my children they are 13 11 and 6 and my 11 year old came up and was like we figured out we could all fit comfortably in the box with room to spare. And I'm like, comfortably? Like what? How comfortably? So they were doing that while we were having, we have our weekly author meeting and I haven't gone downstairs yet to see what has happened to this box, but I think it should keep them occupied for at least like three, four days of spring break. So love it. That's good. Um, Yeah. I just been doing a lot of art. I haven't been doing a lot of writing because my brain doesn't want to write, but it does want to draw. So that's something. And uh, I'm illustrating a scene for my upcoming Snow White book that is all like mushrooms and crystals. And it's it's super fun. So my Dwarven Kingdom is all mushrooms and crystals because why not? I was like, if it's going to be underground, <laughs> it should be awesome and cute. Correct. Yes. And uh, yeah, cute little salamander creatures. So it's all good. I love that. I I get so excited when you illustrate your books because we get to see previews (laughs) and (laughs) it's always really, really fun to be like, oh my gosh, like this is a scene. And then you read the book and you're like, this is a scene. (laughs) I saw this. (laughs) It's my first time drawing Killian, my love interest as not like a chibi. Mm -hmm. So I'm always like, you gotta be like, how swoony can you make the boys look? That is the goal. And uh, it's going well. So it's good. <laughs> good. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> it's it's funny. I love it. I love it. Okay, Kay, how you doing? Well, I'm pretty good now. As Valia and Hannah already know, I was very sick last week. It was very stupid. I am not good at being sick. Okay. <laughs> stupid. I <laughs> am. Like, how dare you be sick? But, so okay. dumb. Okay. So do you guys, <laughs> if anybody out there, if you've seen Parks and Rec, there's this one guy, Chris Traeger, who he gets sick and he is 
it's like so funny when he's sick because he's usually really fit and put together and he like completely melts down. And yes, that is me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually perfectly sane and rational, can handle like most things, you know. But then when I'm sick, I'm like, I don't want to be sick anymore. Just stop it. I can't handle it. <laughs> so, and you know, I mean, to be fair, usually when I'm sick, I can still like do stuff. And this, I was like in bed, okay, mm-hmm. and could not do anything. I, I have to. I sent out my newsletter on Wednesday and literally I was like, okay, I have to send out my newsletter. And I'm like, get up, write it in 20 minutes, send it. And I'm just like, hopefully that was good because it's all I got. And I like go lay back in bed. And that's all I'm going to go back and find that newsletter and see how coherent it is. I feel yeah, like it looks fine when I read it, but now yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> I know. That's good. Anyone who read that newsletter, you're probably like, wow, I didn't realize it was that that's as crazy as I get, guys. So read it over and be like excited about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember you keeping it short. So it was probably, very short. So that makes sense. time for a lot of loopiness. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. That was one of my goals. Just here you go. Here's the information and we're done. So yeah. Back to bed. That's that's how I've been. Although I am doing better now, finally. After yeah. my four days of being in bed and then actually took like a while to recover too. So <sighs> I'm just not good at being sick and I would prefer to never get sick. So, you know, my body if we can make that happen. That, exactly. <laughs> Done. Okay. Just put a request my, in for that. <laughs> every time my youngest is sick, she's always like, I just wish that sick wasn't a thing. And Aww. I'm like, <laughs> so do we all. Which sick wasn't a thing. Yes. Oh, I mean, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, you know, (laughs) to your body for getting better. better. (laughs) (laughs) We're supportive Uh. of this. Um, I also been drawing all day today. As the ladies know, I showed them my stuff. Um, Working on something that I'm not sharing yet, but I am perfecting my line drawings so I'm excited and it's been raining here all day which is like my most creative time and I'm like should be writing am I nope creatively different place today which is fine you know it's all good sometimes your brain just like wants to do the other thing and I just think if I can channel it all towards the same project (laughs) then uh, it's it's as good as it's gonna get right like I my brain wants to go all over the place so I'm like we're focusing on this book Write, draw, market, do something <laughs> that's got to be for this book. So I mean, it works for me. Exactly. That's cool. I did also stare, start, start. Um, this is great. <laughs> I also started <laughs> Anne with an E on Netflix, you know, mm-hmm, <laughs> what, mm-hmm. like three years after everybody else. Um, but I'm excited because I'm finally like watching new to me shows because mm-hmm. I've been literally on NCIS rewatch for like months because I was <laughs> writing and that's all I can do is do rewatch shows when I'm writing. So and I'm you excited. could watch NCIS for like a couple of years probably. Yeah, without like daily. <laughs> without going through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, guys. I'm on season seven. Well, you're burning through pretty I was good. It's like, wow, okay. I'm like really racing through this. Um, they just introduced NCIS LA. That was like their pilot episode that, you know, as part of right, right. Their, and I was like, Chris O'Donnell that happened, pops in. Yeah. 
But I'm like, that <laughs> happened in season seven or at the end of season six. Like, that's weird. But yeah, they they haven't been around. Why is it weird? That? When did, because did it I thought earlier it was earlier. Or later? Yeah, I thought it was earlier. Um, because the, the LA has been around for so long. It's all the other ones that are spinoff that haven't been around for as long. But even the Hawaii one is like on season three, I think, already. And I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, it was just <laughs> boggling my mind the other day. It's fine. The um, sheer quantity of NCIS yes. is like a lot. I am set it's amazing. for forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it, though. I love it. Um, so, yeah. So I'm excited to like be watching new to me shows, but um, also reading books. And we're going to talk about books that if we read um, recently, not recently, <laughs> who knows? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, no, but we're talking <laughs> about books and sequels today, which is basically series where we liked the second or third or fourth book better than the first, which especially when it comes to second books, I feel like we all have that second book syndrome where the second book is just not as good as the first in a lot of cases, not always, but I feel like that is something that people say. Um, so I'm just like interested to hear what we're like, what books, because Kay, for example, would not tell us <laughs> which series we're talking about. <laughs> She's keeping some mystery alive here. <laughs> so we're about to find out together. Uh, but mm-hmm. Hannah's going to go first because. Hannah, go first. Oh, yes. after that setup, now you all after have that's to wait. It, yep. <laughs> we're trying to keep people listening. Now they all are on the edge of their seats like we are. See, this was a very difficult podcast for me to come up with a book for, and not because I couldn't think of a sequel that I didn't like better that I did like better than the first book, <laughs> but because I frequently like book two better than book one, like, I don't know, probably like 60% of the time, which means I've already talked about multiple books where I like the sequel better. So like, we all know that the second Actar book is the best one. And we all know that Hannah likes Legendary better than Caraval or <laughs> whatever the last one is, Finale. And I feel like I just talked about the Ballad of Never Ever. That's the Never After. One, right? Never After. I See, those titles, I cannot, like, say either of them properly, <laughs> which I also <laughs> liked better than the first one. I think it's a combination of, like, sometimes, especially if it's a debut author, they find their groove a little further on. Like, their first book might not be their best book. Mm-hmm. And I like a slow burn romance, and I actually kind of like a bait-and-switch romance. <laughs> So often, I'm more romantically satisfied by book two or three than I am by book one. So, but except for duologies, because I usually like the first book in a duology better. Because people send a romance-heavy first book, and then it's like politics or something in book two. This keeps happening to me, and I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) This keeps happening to me. (laughs) Ah, It's terrible. Anyway, so we have to go way, way, way back in time. Oh, also Vampire Academy gets better as you go because of the romance. So, but we talked about those. I can't talk about them. So we're going back to as little Hannah. I know. I just had to like get it out there to be like, this is why I'm talking about a book that was written in 1977. Perfect. Go and that it. I read as a teenager. And it is Dragon Singer by Anne McCaffrey. Anne McCaffrey was my favorite author when I was younger, uh, partly because my parents loved Anne McCaffrey so I grew up with all these books with these beautiful dragon covers and I'm like I want to read them and they were like not till you're older um so yeah but the (laughs) Harper Hall trilogy is her kind of like 
it's a young adult, but like back in 1977, they did not have young adult. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born then, guys. I'm not that old. I just want to throw that out there. But they kind of just like wrote books that were kind of for kids, but were they're short, right? Compared to young adult nowadays. Yeah. But the characters in it are teenagers. And I think like if she was writing now, she would be writing like big chunky young adult books, but it wasn't a thing. So in book one, this is this world. It's kind of a science fiction world, but they don't know because they've lost all their technology and they've got like, they can ride dragons, which is sweet. And, um, but they all kind of live in this like feudal fortress kind of things. Cause there's this stuff called thread that falls out of the sky and consumes all organic life. Like, I don't remember once a month. It's been a while since I read them. Uh, so it's bad, right? So you got to live under rocky things and then the dragons breathe fire and they like kill the thread and then people aren't dead is how it goes so she <laughs> lives in this little fishing village in book one and she loves music and she's not supposed to love music she's a girl and it's all just like really kind of harsh and she runs away and gets oh i want to say seven but it could be nine uh little mini dragons they're like called fire lizards and they're tiny and she has like a mental connection with them and feeds them things and they're adorable and it is why I have a small dragon in the glass gate because I was like I want a tiny dragon since I was 13 or something Mm. but the whole book like it's good but it's like you know I like the cozy vibes and there's a lot of like her family's terrible and she's not supposed to have music and you know it's all like depressing but in book two just dragon singer she gets to go to like a music school so it's like a boarding school, which I think when I was younger, I was like a boarding school would be sweet, guys. Then I got to high school and I was like, no, that would be terrible. <laughs> I want to stay here. But it's got that whole vibe. And she's still got all her cute, like, mini dragons to hang out with and is learning about music and composition. And I was a very musical teenager as well. And it's just the whole time at the school. And there's interpersonal stuff. Like, it's obviously not all perfect but I just loved the fantasy vibe and being that yeah this is musical and all the stuff she had with it so I feel like I'm explaining this badly but it had a way better (laughs) setting and because in that one she grew a lot and grew in her confidence so it was like a much more uplifting story than the first one was and then there's like 15 other books but those two were mostly about her so I recommend if you're ever in the mood to read some classic fantasy back in the day before all this new stuff and you think it would be cool to have seven small dragons that can like teleport and communicate with you telepathically (laughs) but you have to figure out how to feed them all uh so good I'm gonna read it to my kids soon that's my story that's adorable also that's so cool about the dragons (laughs) I know. Can you say the title of it again? Dragon Singer. So it's the Harper Hall trilogy and it's Dragon Song, Dragon Singer, and Dragon Drums are the three things. Because the Harper Hall is like the, um, their musical guild is kind of thing. The Harpers are like the musicians and also mm-hmm. the keepers of knowledge and storytelling and history and all that stuff. So it's good times, guys. That sounds like it. Also, the fact that you have a tiny dragon in your book because of that is adorable. Totally do. <laughs> yeah, it's so the, like, <laughs> things like the formative things when you're younger, right? You're like, this would be the best ever. And I'm still like, yes, it would. 
tiny dragon. It's also totally why my tiny dragon portals. Because they're supposed to. That's what they do. I love it. I love that so much. All right, Kay. I'm ready. I'm ready to find out right. about this book. Yes, Drum, please. Oh, please. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to talk about the Graceline series. Oh, wait, I already knew this. And I yeah, <laughs> I was going to say I did tell you guys, but whatever. You really did. Uh, so oh, anyway, uh, this series is really unique because um, there's book one and then book two takes place like back in time and not in the same world it's the same world but it's like a different country sort of i mean in there are different countries in graceling that's book one <laughs> and so it's just like it's still in that same like uh world as in you know it's a secondary world it's not on earth right so it's still in that same secondary world but there's like this mountain that separates anyway <laughs> So it's like these two civilizations don't know anything about each other. Okay. And then book three takes place years after kind of like a generation after book one, Graceling. And it is in that original um, civilization, I'll say. So it's very unique. Um, I will say most people that I've heard of, uh, I believe the most popular book in the series is book two, Fire. It's so good. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> um, which should surprise you then to hear that is actually my personal least favorite book in the series. My favorite was book three, ironically, uh, which most people do not like. So I'll was just. Was that Bitter Blue? Bitter Blue is book three. Um, I, I read it and I remember being like, yeah. Like, it's intense and it's bonkers, but it, I thought it was brilliant. Yes, it's so good. It's so fascinating. And like, I want to say something, but I feel like it's going to be a spoiler, but just cover your ears. They're in things so long. Okay, true, true. I was just (laughs) going to say, like, if you're reading, if you're a romance reader, yeah, you're not going to be happy without it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so good. Like, there are so many other things about it that are so good that I like I could not be disappointed it was definitely my favorite book in the series but I loved book one and I loved book two which was my least favorite book I loved it (laughs) so I I think I'm pretty sure I gave all of them five stars although I give a lot of books five stars come on books are awesome but anyway um so in the second book it is really cool because uh in the first book characters have what is called a grace and their graces are just kind of like gifts. They're like superpowers. We'll just say superpowers. And if you're a Graceling, then you have you, you have like your eyes are two different colors. So like one eye is one color and the other eye is a different color. And if you're like that, if you have two different colored eyes, then you're going to have a grace. So you have so not everybody has the gifts, but a lot of people do. And it's awesome. But then in the second book, Fire it's not like that at all. People don't have these like special. There's like this one girl who is a monster. They call her. They say that she's a monster, but she's not a monster. She just has like a gift that can make her control things. Anyway, um, 
Also, another really fascinating way that these books are connected is through the villain. There is kind of the same villain, you could say, in all three books, except for it, it, it's very unique the way that the villain is used. And there are, there are other villains, too, I would say. Um, but at the, at the core, that villain is the villain for all three books, which is just... Like, especially if you read book one, you're like, I don't understand. But it's just very cool, okay? It's very well done, and you should read it. <laughs> um, One thing that is very cool about Fire, specifically book two, is um, the girl, the main character, is just, like, stunningly beautiful. And everybody loses their minds because she's so beautiful. <laughs> and it's just really cool because you see how that can be a really negative thing in a lot of cases. And I just loved that idea specifically because when I was in my early 20s, I for sure tried to write a book where the main character was beautiful, but it was like a bad thing, not a good thing. And it was not good. Okay, my book was not good. <laughs> but, but I just really loved that like to see Kristen Kashor, that's the author, how she took that concept and like really did it well. And and it being beautiful is also a good thing too. You know, it serves the main character in positive ways as well. But she also doesn't like to like take advantage of that. The the main character is really um aware of that and doesn't want to use that against people, I guess. So um so that was just like a really fascinating concept, the scene both the good side and the bad side of being beautiful. And, you know, it kind of makes me wish I was that beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Does it> really? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, um, but it was just very fascinating how she took that theme of beauty and, like, really played on it. Um, and if you like Intrigue, man, Bitter Blue, that's your book. <laughs> so good, the intrigue in that one. And the mysteries, but it's not like a murder mystery. Um it's just the mystery of her kingdom and what's going on. You, you don't know. Anyway, the most exciting thing about this series is there are two more books in it, which I haven't read yet because, you know, I read the original series a few years ago and then I found out there were more books and I was like, yes, I must read these. But you know how it is. I haven't read them yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I will get to them. I'm really excited about it. I just thought... Um, the way that Kristen Cashore, like her themes and the way that she handled things is so brilliant. So they were really great reads. Yeah, I remember reading them. I don't remember very much about the books because it's been a bit and I forget many things I read. <laughs> but I feel like books one and book two were kind of like more what you would expect from fantasy. Like if that makes sense. They're like fantasy and they had a romance from what I remember and wrapped up I don't know it was like kind of like I was like oh yeah I can see why people like these this is like you know fantasy and then I read book three and I was like what is happening in this book <laughs> and yeah, it's a lot more political so twisty and like but really good like I thought it was yeah definitely the best written of the three and I was wondering if that's just like her growing as an author and but it was like a way more complex story it's been so long that then when the new books came out, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll read those sometime. But it's not as immediate because, yeah, I read them so long ago now. Yeah, I like the new covers, so. though. Oh, yeah. Those yes. Are oh, I love the new covers. I was wondering if you would because they're more like, 
I guess they're pretty abstract, but they're purely illustrated kind of things, which you're not always. Yeah. Yes, I'm not a people cover person, as Hannah Kay knows. <laughs> a stabby sword on a cover. <laughs> I do like the new covers a lot. I think they're one of those where the old covers that was in at that time, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we've passed that time. So those covers now yep. are like, eh, you know, <laughs> they, they redid the covers. And I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> you know, so. They're beautiful. Yeah. I'm really curious to to hear what you think about the other books when you do end up reading them because I feel like sometimes those like older books have I don't know like they hold like a special place in your heart you know what I mean and then mm-hmm. when like a new new series or new books come out in the same series but it's like way way after like sometimes it's like hit and miss so I'm like really curious to hear like have what you, you read think. them. I read okay so no I haven't read the new ones no and I haven't read fire I read oh Graceling and I read bitter blue but I haven't read skipped fire yeah I don't know why (laughs) I don't know if like my library didn't have the book at that time because I own Graceling and I own bitter blue but for some reason I don't own fire and I just never read it which I don't understand why but whatever um yeah so I haven't read the new ones either obviously <laughs> I'm all over the place with this series but I'm very curious well to... they are written like standalones like you yeah. can read just one you don't have to read all three although fire is really good you should read it so <laughs> <laughs> yes clearly I do I, I missed out on a whole completely different civilization apparently yeah <laughs> I was thinking though about like the ballad of songbirds and snakes that's the only other series I can think of that had like another that's installment later to the yeah. hunger Games series by the way mm-hmm. for anyone who doesn't know that's the only one i can think of that had like another book in the series years later i feel like there was at least another one that i was just like what but now i can't think of what it is i'm gonna have to research it and get back to you mm-hmm. but i remember okay. there was another series that when they announced it i'm like why but garth nix has been writing new books in his abhorson series and that's been decades since the ones before mm-hmm. i think sometimes authors are just like i'm in the mood to go back to this world i guess yeah, that's true oh yeah speaking of that uh what's his name the guy that writes aragon 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 oh yeah he's got a new book come out in that series so that it happens apparently yeah, yeah. um so the book i'm going to talk about is also fantasy obviously um I guess it, I can't say obviously, we read all over the place. So I don't know why I said that. Uh, but I have talked about this series on the podcast before because it's one of those things that I wish more people would read because I love it so much. Uh, but it is The Girl of Fire and Thorns by Ray Carson. And the second book is The Crown of Embers. And that second book, you guys, I I really, really enjoyed the first book. But why would I say without spoiling anything, I feel like the first book, now that I like read, have read more and stuff, it really reads more like a standalone with like an open ending kind of thing. Like it could have had more, it could not. But when you read the whole trilogy, you understand it really was never going to be a standalone. It it is a series. But the way things happen in that first book, I was like, oh, okay, like where will book two go? Like I don't understand. But then book two just like took on this whole different – exciting journey and I was like this is the best thing ever and the angst was just so good (laughs) 
And it also does something in that series that I don't see, you don't see very often in general in young adult um, when it comes to the romance that I was very surprised by when I read it, but very much enjoyed. And um, the writing is just amazing. I really love Ray Carson's writing in that series. And it is about a girl who has a gemstone in like her belly so she is like chosen by the gods and she I can't remember if she does have a power or not or if she's just like worshipped as somebody who has it and in the beginning of the book she's very much like not um she's not beautiful <laughs> in the beginning of the book not that she's not beautiful she just lives in this kind of way that um, she doesn't really take care of herself very well, but then she like goes on this whole journey where she does like she loses weight because she's like on this journey and she kind of discovers who she is. So she gains confidence and it's like all this stuff versus her just being worshipped because she has this, this thing. And then she kind of like realizes, oh, yeah, like I'm actually a cool person, like as a person. <laughs> and look at all these things that I can do because I am capable, not just because somebody told me I am, but because I actually am. So it was a, a really cool way to write that whole like chosen one trope, but mm -hmm. in a way that I really kind of enjoyed and was like, yeah, this is a thing that this is cool, you know? Um, and the romance was really great in the series and the covers are beautiful and they got actually new covers for the paperbacks that I don't enjoy quite as much, but that's, that's, that's a different topic <laughs> altogether. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend that series. I think it's, if you like uh, YA fantasy, I think it's very much worth the read, even though it's like a couple years old and stuff, but yeah. If you want to read an older book that's not from 1977 old. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I guess all three of ours were kind yeah. of old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think that, I mean, it, this was like the age of um, trilogies, right? It's like when Ray Carson was like, when this trilogy came out, that was like the age mm -hmm. of trilogies. Everything was a trilogy during this time. And I remember a lot of times I would read book two and I'm just like, bored <laughs> with more like <laughs> half of it I'm just like oh my gosh like can we just get on to the next part of this quest adventure whatever because it had that whole like the first half of the book would be just the aftershocks of book one and I'm like okay but like you gotta do something <laughs> come on come on <laughs> yeah especially in on. a trilogy I feel like book two suffers from book two syndrome <laughs> yes yeah but but sometimes not. Sometimes you get book two and it's amazing and incredible. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, this series is so good. And book two saved it <laughs> versus book one. Yeah. Anyway, um, nice. yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking of other books where I liked book two. I mean, sorry, other series where I liked book two better. And I liked book two of the Throne of Glass series. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah, better of better than any of the ones that I've read of that series. I still hasn't I haven't finished it. I'm sorry for everyone who loves it. It's still amazing. I just can't read books that long. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but Crown of Midnight wasn't that long, so you know I got through it and I really liked it. I will yeah, say like that trick is my yourself and too. split them in half or something. Yeah. Feel like does I'm that. This book. She does do that. Yeah, she'll split up and sh halfway through like a big book, she's like, "I'm gonna go read something else," and then she'll just come back to it like it's a <sighs> it's a new book. 
That's what I've been having to do. I've been reading um, Rhythm of War by Brandon Sanderson. And those books are like the size of four books. And they're also split into sections with like a little, you know, like short story interludes in between the sections. So I read one of them while I was in Chile, like one of the sections. And then I kept like forgetting that I had not finished a book. So I still have like a lot more book left because in my brain I was like, ah, that was a good book. I read that one and I'm like, no, you read a quarter of it. You have to read the rest of the book. That's That's great. So speaking of what you're reading, what are you reading next? Uh, Next. And by the way, I'm reading like four books right now. That's just one of them. As normal. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, next I am reading and while still reading Brandon Sanderson, because this is going to be like a six month project, I think, uh, Wolf Untamed by Valia Lind. Oh. Uh, and I get to read it and none of the rest of you get to read it because I'm beta reading it. So <laughs> it is her funny. second book in her White Wolf Sega, which is all, you know, angst and action and werewolves and alphas and romance and getting injured and patching each other up and all the things that go along with that it's funny because right now you're writing something super cozy this is like the opposite hey they don't get to be cozy they're like writing through the forest with like knife wounds basically yeah (laughs) i love getting injured and patching each other up that's like one of my favorites i know it's so good it's so good (laughs) i'm i'm almost positive that happened at least three times in Wolf Untamed at least three nice. times. If not, I deleted one. So maybe two I love times. It. But still. <laughs> I was like, Wait. let's do this again. Like my last book when I like realized I was writing in my like third or fourth dance scene. And I was like, oh my goodness. I left yeah. them all in though. Sometimes a book just has a mood. And the mood just keeps going. This is true. This is true. Um, Kay, yeah. what are you reading next? Well, uh, speaking of the fixing each other up after being injured (laughs) well okay so i'm reading the prison healer by lynette noni and i actually only just barely started it so i've only read like three chapters or something i don't know how many chapters but anyway this guy's injured and she's you know (laughs) and he's for sure the love interest we'll just put it that way that's all i know i don't know (laughs) that's all i know it's good stuff it's good stuff (laughs) I'm interested to hear what you think of that one because I keep looking at it because people keep talking about it. But the cover is one of those pretty color covers that tells me nothing. Therefore, I I cannot remember it. I know you like those covers. It doesn't tell you anything. That's my problem with covers like that. I I don't like knowing anything. (laughs) I like I don't even read book descriptions for books before. I don't read reviews. I don't read the book description. I don't want to know anything, okay? I like discovering it as the author intended, you know? I just forget books if I don't know what they're about. (laughs) As the author intended. Wow. Blindly. (laughs) Or as Valia writes, (laughs) discovering with everything. I don't. I love it when readers like will contact you and be like, "What do you? What's going to happen next with this?" And I'm sure you've got it all planned. Or like, and you're like, "No, I don't know." No, I'm finding out as you do. We. <laughs> she's like, "Are these characters this together?" In this book? I'm like, "I don't know. I haven't finished writing it." It's a mystery. I love it. I love it. Um, Hannah, I'm reading next. Heartbeats and Roses by Jay Dawson. 
Are you excited? Yes, you are. <laughs> I just started. I'm excited. Um, I'm only excited if you like it. If you don't like it, don't tell me. Okay, cool. You already um, read I, book one and liked it though, right? Yes, I did. I did. I very much enjoyed okay. it. So I feel like I'm just going to enjoy this one as well because I have been reading the Foxglove King. I can never say it by Hannah mm-hmm. Witten, but um, uh, my brain is not wired for fantasy at the moment. So I had to take a break mm-hmm. from that. And yeah. That's I, I'm back to romance because that back is where romance. I currently. Anyway. Me and Bali have been reading a lot of romance the past couple of months. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that you know what? That's it's all my my brain wants right now, and it digested so well, and I am here for it. It's been a really long time since I've actually just been like on a huge romance kick, and I am okay with this. That's true. So. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, on that note. <laughs> Um, that would be all for us if you guys have read any of these books uh, let us know if you have a book where you enjoyed or a series where you enjoyed book two or three better than the first let us know very curious to hear about that um and yeah that's that's all what else do i say at this oh yeah before you go (laughs) before you go please uh leave us a star rating or review those help and then also follow us on your favorite podcast platform as well as on instagram at reading queens pod and on facebook at reading queens pod because we're easy to find we want to talk to you we want to have these bookish conversations so please come come share your book recommendations with us maybe maybe one day they'll make it on the podcast and you're gonna be like oh my gosh i recommended that book and i'm really maybe you did anyway um yeah be back next wednesday for more chaotic fun and bookish fun and that is all okay bye. bye